Hello there, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. Got a couple of guests in. We got to talk some jersey numbers again. So we got the boys back in. We got one missing, but we got the boys back in. Uh, we got Jason. Jason from Bourbon and Baseball. How are you, Jason? I'm doing great. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Let's see what we can get done tonight. See what we can get done. And then we we got uh, Dave Hummel, who is wearing his conference championship shirt for the Kansas City Chiefs. He is a big Chiefs fan out of Philadelphia. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Eagles. I'm sorry. Fly, Eagles, fly. My bad, David. Thank how you. are you? Thank you. <laughs> I am doing also great. And I am also happy to be here. And I'm also happy to do some time traveling as we talk about these jersey numbers. Here we go. Jason, this guy's going to take us back into like All 1814. History. In 1814, you know, anyways, before nice. we get started, hey. let me remind <laughs> all the top fans, you need to go on topfanrivalry.com. Reason why you need to do that, you need to click on to the watch party events. Top Fan Rivalry is in, con if you're in Southern California, we are in contracts with uh, places in Anaheim, places in Fa Fountain Valley. Um, we're going to be in... Uh, San Diego. We're going to be in San Francisco. We're going to be in Philadelphia. We're going to be in Houston. We're going to be in Boston. We're going to be in New York. And we're going to be in Atlanta this year. So we're going to do oh. a bunch of watch parties. If you are interested, let us know. Uh, we're going to be, depending on the venue, we'll be providing possibly some drink tickets. Depending on the venue, we might uh, provide appetizers. There might be a small cover. Who knows? Depending on the venue and what we can do. Um, but it all hinges upon Two, whether or not you have that locker room access. That locker room access is going to get you all kinds of discounts. So you better better get that locker room access, get yourself ready to go and geared up. That being said, boys, let's get into numbers. Let's talk numbers tonight. We're starting with number 11. We're going through number 15. So, Dr. Beck, if you could start us off with number 11, who you got? Um, Let's see, number 11. And uh, again, I base these on guys I've seen play, um, you know, through the years. And to be honest, there really aren't a whole heck of a lot of 11s out there. But the one that really stands out in my mind is that shortstop from Cincinnati, Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin. Yeah, there, there's uh, yeah, highly underrated, um, very well respected. But, um, I mean, 95 MVP, career 296 hitter, 2,300 knocks, 12-time uh, All-Star, nine-time Silver Slugger at shortstop, and 30-30 uh, and 96. That really sums up the resume for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? I, I like that. What do you got, Mr. Homo? All right, I'm not going to go on the time machine just yet okay. um <laughs> we got we gotta wait for those moments but for my number 11 i'm gonna go with the man who alongside of certain ken griffey jr fellow revitalized the seattle mariners and that is designated hitter edgar martinez he mm -hmm. was a person seven-time all-star five-time silver slugger two-time batting title award winner really helped put seattle on the map really think of the impact that he had from 95 to about 2001 when he was just a smoker this man could hit he could field when needed he could also hit 
when needed. He always came up with clutch scenarios. And while I only saw a brief portion of his talent through the powers that be of YouTube, I can now rewatch some of his amazing highlights and just acknowledge that, wow, there hasn't been a really good designated heritage that's been inducted into the Hall of Fame yet. Oh, wait, no. There's three of them now, and Edgar was the first. Make of that what you will. Good choice. Jason, does it make you feel old that he says that he has to watch Barry Lar- or, uh, Edgar Martinez on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, it does, man. That's, that is kind of, you know, dating now, but, you know. Good. Uh, I'm s- he was great to see live. He was great to see live, man. Good choice. I'm sorry. I'm young. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> I just, I'm sitting there going, wait, the 95 season. All right. Well, how old? That's 28 years ago. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. As soon as he said that, uh, Jason, I was like, oh man, I am getting bald and I am. Uh, I had two kids. You know. <laughs> Y'all are great looking. Don't worry about it, sweeties. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. So I'm going to agree with number 11 being Barry Larkin. And and Jason laid out the facts for us. One fact that I, I love about baseball players, and it's a very rare, very rare commodity thing nowadays, is that he played his entire career with one team. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't see that because these guys chase the dollar now. And frankly, how much money do you really need? I mean, let's Let's think about that for a second. If you retired, if you're Barry Larkin and you retired making 65 to 100 million after taxes, you cleared 50, 60 million. That should be enough for life. If it's not, then you need either A, a better financial advisor or B, you need to stop overspending, period. You would think, think, right? Yeah. But that one's that I just love guys that play their whole careers with one team. I, you know, the Clayton Kershaw's of the world, the, the Glavins, the Smoltz. Well, you can't name Maddox in there because Maddox didn't play for the, but Glavin went over to the Mets too. You know, you just love those guys that played the same team, their whole, or with the same team, their whole career. So. Absolutely agree. Little known Barry Larkin fact. His first two years in the bigs, he wore number 15. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I would. I thought you were going to say little known Barry, Barry Larkin fact was that he's cousins to Adam Dunn. Oh right. man, they're distant relatives. They're distant relatives. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For for those of you that don't understand, Jason hosts a show on Wednesday nights at five p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time on, on Instagram Live. It's a bourbon and baseball thing. I love it. If you miss that, then I don't know what you're doing at that time. Like, right? tune in. If you're driving home, listen to the Instagram live in your car. Just don't get, you know, into an accident. But it's the best show ever. I mean, it, bar wow. none. Hats off to you, Mr. Beck, for it. I mean, it's fantastic. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate that. We have a great time. So, yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate your support and you, you know, being participating and being part of it. So, thank you. Dave's like, okay, it's not political season, but I'm Jason <laughs> and I approve this message, right? I approve of this content and I love it much. I love Adam Dunn. There you go. There you number go. one greatest man. Great success. <laughs> we should have done. All right. Number 12. What we got? Mr. Home, why don't you start out? Dave, why don't you start us out? Oh, God. I have to? Oh, okay. Fine. Um, 
I'll go with the chicken man. I'll go with Wade Boggs. Okay. Uh, supportive of just one team. Um, I cannot say that. That would be a lie. Um, Boston, New York, and then helping put Tampa Bay on the map of, of baseball alongside Fed McGriff. Like, you can't go wrong with Wade Boggs. I mean, being that consistent of, of a hitter and just hitting over 330 for almost eight or nine consecutive seasons, you don't see that anymore these days. Like, it's always about going for the long ball. That's that's a sneak peek for all those locker room access uh, leaders. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, Ray Boggs, he knew how to hit, and he hit, and he hit. He didn't go for the long ball. He went for singles. He went for doubles. And he has over 3,000 hits as a result of this. And 3,010 hits, to be exact, Three. His 3,000th hit was a home run. And overall, just a very impressive resume of 12 All-Star nods, two-time Gold Glove Awards, eight Silver Slugs, and a five-time batting champion. Like, you can't go wrong with any of those statistics. Just, you know, don't talk about his affairs. We don't want to get into that muddy water or anything. <laughs> now you're dangling that carrot, man. You're dangling that carrot, buddy. You're, you're dangling it because you know that there's more of those than his jersey number, but whatever. Okay, we're good. <laughs> All right, Jason, what you got for number 12? David, that is a pretty solid choice for 12. I do have to – I think that's a good choice. Um, I think I'm going to be going with Roberto Alomar for number 12. You know, uh, Dusty Baker was another player. that I can use um, and you know later in his career in Oakland and the Giants and things like that but for the time period of the generation that you know I was watching during you know my early 20s late yeah geez late 89 I think he came up somewhere around there but 12 consecutive all-star games at second base I mean who makes 12 consecutive all-star games 2200 hits um, I believe he has the most gold gloves by a second baseman. I believe. Um, I think he has 10 and uh, four silver sluggers, not to mention the World Series championships, the team leader that he was in the, in the clubhouse. Uh, one of the most solid players of his generation, for sure. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, that's a great pick. I actually was thinking about going with Robbie Alomar there, too, as well. Um, but I'm going to, you mentioned somebody and as soon as you mentioned it, I'm like, Oh, you're still my thunder. <laughs> so I'm going to go with number 12, Jason, you just brought up a good point The when you're impressionable, when you're watching different things. So David, you could YouTube this cause this isn't a guy that you're familiar with. Um, <laughs> you could YouTube this. He played from 68 to 86. He was on deck when Hank Aaron hit his number 715th home run. Dusty Baker. Um, predominantly, I remember him as a Dodger. Right. Uh, 1,981 hits. He's got two all-star appearances, one World Series championship, two Silver Slugger awards, a gold glove, a three-time manager of the year award. We're going to give it to I, Dusty Baker. I, nice I know you're talking about, Bill. I had to face him in the World Series, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm, you know, it's not personal, but, but, you know, listen, Jason, you remember, I mean, these, these late 
70s, early 80s Dodgers teams where you had Baker, Landro, Guerrero in the outfield. You had those guys. And Dusty was one of those guys when he played, Dave, that was he just he was almost like a he was almost like a Dustin Pedroia where he was always dirty. He was always getting dirty. He was always making something happen. And he always seemed to be in the middle of the action. And let's not forget that there was a year between he and Steve Garvey and Reggie Smith that they all hit 30 home runs. So um, I'm looking here. I believe that was 1977 where they all hit 30 home runs. I believe that's correct. Yes. Yeah. So it, you can't go wrong. He's not going to make the uh, the Hall of Fame. He may as a manager now, but as soon as you said that, Jason, I'm like, oh, come on. I had a good one there. But you gotta, you gotta pull it out. This is great. Yeah, a lot. Of, he was, a, he was, he was solid in the middle, in the you know top part of that early Dodgers lineup that I can remember. Say Garvey, Baker, uh, you know. So he was, he was in there, and he he was a solid player during that time. And he had a heck of an out, out, outfield arm too, man. Yeah, he did. He had a cannon. Yeah, yeah, and he also had two seventy eight as a career. So that was. That was something to be seen, but I, no. I you know, you, you got to do what you got to do, right? You got to call a spade mm -hmm. a spade when you see it. No, All right, so, so Mr. Beck, you're up for number 13. Uh, number 13, the he sticks out at me the most without a doubt is uh, Mr. Two Time American League MVP. Uh, 342 career home runs, Alex Rodriguez. No doubt about it, by far, uh, in the time and the generations that I've seen play, there has been no better number 13. No, not Isaac Guillen. No, not <laughs> any other 13 that's out there. But, I mean, how many guys can say they, they were 14-time All-Star? Say what you want about his uh, steroid, you know, admittance and his involvement in that era and everything but uh uh three-time AL MVP two-time gold glove award winner 10-time silver slugger uh 1996 uh American League batting champion five-time home run leader two-time RBI leader the guy was a stud period he you know when I when you think of Barry Bonds being the best guy on the field when he was out there, A-Rod was in that same category. He was the best player out there when he laced up his cleats and he took his position. If Barry Bonds wasn't on the other side, Alex Rodriguez was the best player out there. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the breakdown. I agree with you there. Um, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. What, what do you think, Dave? I saw Avod play and I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, that's fine. Um, I'll go with I'll go with an unconventional pick here. And I'm gonna go with the with the left-hander, the fireball throwing Billy Wagner. You really, especially in the late 90s and early 2000s, outside of Mariana Rivera, you couldn't ask for a Better this guy knew how to throw the ball. Seven-time seven All-Star, 
and especially in his early years with Houston, especially in 99, he, he just 99 to like 2006 or 2007. Those were just monster years. And it's a shame that he's going to have to wait a few more years to possibly get into the Hall of Fame for his accomplishments. But I feel like um, Billy Wagner, he knew how to shut the door. He knew how to just tell hitters to just go sit in the corner, think about what you've done. Um, and he he knew what to do. He had total command of the ball. He averaged almost like 34 saves a year, which is really dang good if you ask me. Um, and yeah, he had a revi revival of his career in Philly and really made a name for himself with Houston. I mean, what more can he ask for from a relief pitcher like Billy Wagner? Good choice. Solid choice. Yeah, and he Thank he you. will get into the hall too in the next couple of years. He'll get into mm -hmm. the hall. Yes, yes, yes. But that doesn't. He's got two more years on the ballot. Um, and he and Todd Helton will probably get in next year, along with Adrian Beltre, who will be the first first ballot guy that year. Yes, agreed. So, uh, all right, Mr. Bill. All right, Mr. Bill. Let's see who do you have for number thirteen. Yep. Yep. So I got a guy who um, made over $400 million in his career with three teams. Um, best friends with Jason Veritek. Uh, cousins <laughs> of Adam Dunn. Um, the, Another <laughs> relative. Jason, who am I talking about? Best friends with Jason Veritek. Alex Rodriguez. That's right. A Rock. What? As soon as you said a rod, I'm <laughs> yeah. So not very giving many him noogies. <laughs> giving him noogies. Exactly. Not very many. Come on, I'm gonna give you a hug. But oh my gosh, that that fight was legendary because it, you know, you hear a rod running down the first base or walking down the first base. He could read his lips, and the announcer's like, "Yeah, we know what he said." And he's like, "F you, f you," and Veritek goes around, puts him in a headlock, boom, boom. It was over. It was done, man. He didn't mess around. Over and done. Yes. Um, one of the things I like about A-Rod is he owned up to the steroid thing. Right. And I, and I honestly think he should get into the hall. His numbers are phenomenal. Even at the end of his career, his numbers are phenomenal. Um, I think that he rubbed too many people when he was playing the wrong way. But I think he's making up for that with his announcing and different things like that. He's kind of making a comeback. So, yeah, he's phenomenal right. on, as, a, as an analyst. Phenomenal. My mother he, despises him immensely. Yeah, and and I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but don't you love a, an analyst who can tell us from their perspective? Oh, he's going to throw this, or oh, he's going to do this, or he needs to look here. When you love that kind of kind of an uh, analyst versus a guy who you know just okay he just walked ball four a rod's good like that so a rod was my choice it seems like it yeah. seems like mr beck you and i are are definitely uh definitely in sync here but let's see if let's see if number 14 throws us for a curveball no pun intended see if we can't find another cousin or something like that to adam dunn to work this thing through um so <laughs> Dave, what do you have for number 14? What oh, do you have for gosh. number 14? Why did you do this to me? Uh, so this many. This going to be tough. Yeah. I'm torn between two guys right now. Part of me wants to say the obvious, and part of me wants to think of a, of a different person. And you know what? Forget about it. 
I'm going to go with the unknown person. Let's go back in the time machine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, beep, bop, boop, boop, boop. And we're going to go with Ernie Bingo Banks. I mean, nice. you could it's solid. You nice could not have asked for a better overall likable person from Chicago without thinking of Ernie Banks. I mean, the accolades that did also play during the Negro League times, he was just out of this world. 14-time All-Star, back-to-back MVP awards in 58 and 59. Almost put Chicago in a World Series or two here or there. I mean, 512 home runs from a primarily first base slash shortstop, you don't see it. I mean, Ernie Banks is the main definition of a consistent player, except for like the last two years of his career. But, you know, like bygones be bygones. Um, he he deserves my spot for number 14. And I know that there's another obvious person out there who may think otherwise. But for me, you got to go with Let's Play 2. Let's play, two. Let's play 2. All a choice, David. Absolutely. I Thank agree. You. I agree. What do you got, uh, Jason? You know, it... It's just interesting the the way baseball stats sometimes just grab you. The obvious choice here, yes, is Pete Rose. Charlie Hustle, head first slide, uh, damaging uh, Ray Fossey that played at home in the All-Star game. But, you know, in going over and thinking through this, I was looking up number 14s, and to be perfectly honest, um, this player that I'm going to name today was somebody who I think is very underappreciated and was underappreciated by myself until I even looked up these statistics. But let me just throw these statistics for you out here for you for number 14 from the Boston Red Sox, Jim Rice. Okay. Let me let me just let me just. Uh, I'm I'm glad you're sitting down because uh, Jim Rice was a, a career eight time All Star, a career two ninety eight hitter, uh, twenty four hundred hits, three hundred eighty two home runs, uh, AL MVP in seventy eight. Two times, listen, listen to these stats here, okay? Um, he was the ninth ninth player to lead the major leagues in total bases in consecutive seasons. He joined Ty Cobb as one of only two players to lead the American League in total bases three years in a row. He batted 307 times, collected 100 RBIs eight times, 200 hits four times along with 11 seasons of hitting 20 home runs. He led the AL in home runs three times uh, and enjoyed averaging more than 117 hits he ever played in his career. I mean, come on. And you didn't even mention his best highlight. Oh, yeah. The best highlight of all time. Grabbing the kid out of the stands after getting hit. Oh, man. Yeah, that that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. And saving mm-hmm. that kid's life in the stands from the foul ball. Great yeah. point. Yeah. But, I mean, my jaw dropped when I was reading and researching these statistics from this guy. And just went about his business on a daily basis, handling what he needed to handle. And 
in Boston of all places, which, uh, you know, was the last place in the, in the majors to integrate and to eat. You know, they Boston during those times. Oh, yeah. But he just, he showed up. He did what he did. And those numbers are mind-boggling. They are. They are. I, you know, it's, I just, Jimmy Rice was also one of those guys that played the game right. You never had an issue with that guy. He always played the game right. Right. So, I, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. Good call. I did. Hey, hey, hey. Good call thank, for that one. Thank, thank you very much. Appreciate that. You oh, bet. Yeah. We both, uh, both of you guys have had good calls. I'm going to go with, with, uh, believe it or not, only a one-time MVP, a World Series MVP, um, a three-time player in the World Series, a guy who played for your team, Dave, in Philadelphia, a silver slugger, a rookie of the year, a uh, three-time World Series uh, participant, three-time batting title, what? poker buddy of Ray Fossey, uncle to Albert or uncle to Adam Dunn. <laughs> gotcha. Um, with 4,256 hits, Pete Rose. And there it is. So there it is. I have to tell you in 30 seconds, I got to tell you two funnies that I think of Pete Rose. Whenever I think of Pete Rose, one when Ohio opened up their, their sports book, their gambling this last year, um, on mm -hmm. sports, Pete Rose was the first guy in the state of Ohio to, to place a bet and was for the Reds to win the World Series. God bless you, Pete. <laughs> Way to do it. Second of all, I'm walking through. I'm doing one of my walks in uh, in Las Vegas, and it's a hot summer day, and I'm in between conferences that I'm at. And Pete Rose is signing autographs at a sports card place, and I didn't see him. I walked right by him. I didn't see him. So a guy says, hey, do you want Pete Rose's autograph? And I'm like, not really, no. And this guy behind me starts laughing. And he goes, well, who's your favorite player? I said, Steve Garvey. And he goes, oh, I got a poster, Steve Garvey. And it's a it's one of those old school posters, Dave. That or I mean, uh, Jason, that we used to get in the eighties, right? That you hang up on your wall, right? Um, and and so it was Garvey, and Garvey had already signed it, and it was Garvey playing first, and Pete Rose standing on first base. And um, he goes, "Here, if you want to buy this one, you can have Pete sign it." And I said, "Where's Pete?" And he goes, "Right there." And I was like, "Oh, I go, how much do you want for the poster?" He goes, "I want two hundred bucks for the poster, three hundred bucks for the autograph." I said, not okay. that much. And I walked wow. out. I go, good luck, Pete. Hope you get into the hall. But I do think <laughs> that he belongs in the Hall of Fame. The MLB, at the bottom of the freaking MLB network station after, during every game is the betting line. If we're going to put right? that betting line there and you're not going to let Pete into the hall, like Peter help me understand what the word the hypocrisy means otherwise. Right? Yeah. Look it up. Pete Rose I mean, is your spokesperson for DraftKings. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, uh, let's play to Jim Rice. Jim Rice is a solid pick, Jason. Jimmy yeah. Rice is a solid pick. So, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. Final one. Number 15. Uh, Jason, I think you're up to lead us off on that one. Yes. 15, man. It's, uh, you know, you have to think pretty hard about some of the 15s that have been out there, but. You know, it, it really wasn't that that difficult to consider. I mean, Carlos Beltran. Really? Carlos 
run during that period, during his playing days, was uh, one fantastic player in his generation. Uh, center fielder extraordinaire, uh, nine-time All-Star career, 2,700 hits, 2,700 knocks during his career. Uh, came a little bit short of 500. He had 435 bombs. Uh, rookie of the year in 99, three-time Gold Glove Award winner, two-time Silver Slugger Award winner. And, I mean, the guy, let's see, he had – uh, he was the fifth player to reach 400 home runs and 300 stolen bases and the fourth switch hitter with 400 home runs. And he has the highest success rate in stealing bases of any major league player with 300 or more attempts. Uh, and he joined the 30-30 club in 2000. And under, under, under the radar numbers there, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good calls. Good call. I yeah. I like that. Uh I think he's he's gonna go down in history as that guy though, because of the whole 2017 cheating scandal. He's he's gonna get locked into that. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna affect him for Hall of Fame and other things. Yeah, I agreed. You know, but I mean he he had one of the greatest postseason uh career averages in history, man, especially in the you know, in the last twenty five years. But yeah, he will definitely be linked with the the 2017 Astros, and, you know, we'll know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dave, who do you got for number 15? Oh, God. You haven't taken us back too far oh, yet. So many. What's going on? Yeah, I know. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking if I should take you all back in the Wayback Machine. But for this episode, I'm not going to do it. Forget about it. All right. uh, okay. Just absolutely forget about it. I mean, there's three names that come to mind, at least for me, when I think of 15. I think of Dick Allen, the late, great Philly player who deservedly belongs in the Hall of Fame. I think of another cousin of Adam Dunn, um, George Yahtzee Foster. And ultimately, ultimately, my pick for number 15, I'm going to go with the tugboat himself and Thurman Munson. I mean, for the short career that he had, um, you can't you can't go wrong with it. I mean, you win an MVP, rookie of the year, seven time All Star, especially at the catcher's spot. Now these days, it's so hard to just do anything good at the catcher spot, in my opinion. And to be that consistent to finish within top thirty of MVP votes for let's see here, one, two, three, four, five for six consecutive years, and winning it all in seventy six, and basically being the spark plug of the new Yankees dynasty. You can't, and he was so loved by the New Yorkers. He was so loved by everyone there. Well, maybe except George Steinbrenner, but he was so loved in New York. He was gritty. He was just anything that you can think of for synonyms under the word gritty. You may even find a picture of the mascot gritty there, but at this point, who knows? But <laughs> to just be that consistent for so long and unfortunately passing his prime. You do wonder, you know, what if? What if he never got into that plane crash? What if he stayed healthy? What if he didn't have back problems that almost caused him to call it quits after 77? Like, What, what if, if he took up bowling instead of flying, flying planes, man? Exactly. Right? What if he took up bowling instead of flying planes? Thurman Munson, 
like to, career two ninety two average for his short career, I feel like it's very well deserved. So my votes for the first captain, one of the many captains of the New York Yankees, Thurman Munson. So I am going to agree with Dave, and I'm actually in shock, Jason, that you chose Beltran over Thurman Munson being a Yankee fan. But um, Thurman Munson, obviously, we know he's got 1,558 hits. We know that he is the third uncle three times removed from Adam Dunn, right? And so uh, we yes. – Jason's, Jason's over there going, come on, stop giving us – Done facts. You're, you're wasting it for Wednesday. But again, tune into his show, please, on Wednesday. This will be great. Anyways. Um, Never wasting time without done. Yeah. Thurman Munson was that catcher when you watch him. And, and David, you can Google this. Um, <laughs> but Thurman Munson was that catcher. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. He was kind of the roadblock. It's like, okay, you want to get past me? Run right through me. Let's see what happens. Yes. Um, and he was the guy that stood up to Reggie Jackson after the I'm the straw that stirs the drink. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was like, excuse me. Uh, what? And so it to be one more time, but slower. Yeah, what? Yes. yes. And so Thurman was that guy that just he played the game hard and a lot of what ifs, man. What if he wouldn't have gotten into that crash? And we're going to do an episode at some point. We did one last year, but we're going to get a group of guys on it. Um, and Jason, you're going to be one of them that's going to be on it, being a Yankee fan for sure. But the the episode is going to be Buster Posey versus Thurman Munson, who Ooh. belongs in the hall. <laughs> so if Buster Posey is a quote-unquote first ballot Hall of Famer, like everybody says he is, how come Thurman Munson's numbers are equally as good? So, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I'm not a, not a, I'm not sold on Buster going in on the first. That would be, uh, that is going to be a complete surprise. But he single handedly drove that pitching staff to the title in 2014, man. But I don't think that makes him a first balloter. But event, you know, maybe third somewhere in there, third or be. fourth somewhere maybe. there. Yeah, yeah I agree. he's got to get the requisite number on his first uh ballot but you know i think he'll get it i just don't think he'll get that first first ballot no 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 and I, that's be a, that's gonna be a great debate that's gonna be a good one yeah yeah trust me we'll i'll have you on there when i can get it scheduled with everybody i'll make sure because i've got a couple of yankee fans that i know would and a couple of giants fans that i know would love to debate that issue steve we'll we weather fan he's yeah, Steve. Love you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> what I say? We'll get, a couple, we'll get a couple of the dogs in, and then we'll get a couple of the ones that have to Google things. Like, we won't mention names but like David, where they have to Google and say, I watched it on YouTube. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> what you talking about? Where does that play? Yeah. <laughs> you did Close not see Thurman Munson though, play. No, I did not. I was born, I was born about. Uh, 21 years later there you go. or something like that. I don't know. Woo. Jason, doesn't that make us feel old? Right? Yeah. Thanks, man. My you know gosh. There is <laughs> VHS. My gosh. Why? First of all, I love doing this with you guys. You guys are phenomenal people and just <laughs> phenomenal 
baseball knowledge guys. And this is why we do top fan rivalry. It's for the fan involvement. It's has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the, the, the league. It has everything to do with the fans and the way that we fan. So that's the way yeah. it is. I appreciate Absolutely. it, fellas. Um, so much. Uh, and don't worry, you'll see this episode later this week. And then we'll have another episode for you shortly thereafter. That'll go 16 through 20 or 21. And it'll be a lot of fun talking about the different numbers. Cause we're getting up into some numbers now where there's a lot of players that wore specific numbers. Right. And so it'll right. be a good time. Mm-hmm. Be a good time. Yeah, so Jason, thank you for being on tonight. David, thank you for being on tonight. All you guys down. are awesome. Uh, David, we'll let you go back after we're done recording back to your YouTubing so that you can figure out who some of these players were. Yeah, uh, yeah. And also, I have a whole stack of books over there I can also peruse through, so that'll be fun. Nice. There you go. And and Jason's going to be doing the genealogy of Adam Dunn after this, trying to figure out, okay, third uncle twice removed. What in the world? Okay. Oh, that's got to – he's got to get his show ready. So, <clears throat> top Dunn, tree. Adam Dunn family tree is in the works now, man. I will buy the shirt. (laughs) Again, Top Fan Rivalry followers, first of all, thank you so much for listening to this. Second of all, go to the website, topfanrivalry.com, and sign up for those watch parties. Take a look. We just want to get our community together. We want to talk baseball. We want to have some fun stuff. There will be giveaways, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, Again, on Wednesday nights, one one more comment for this. Wednesday nights at 5 p.m. on Instagram Live, Jason hosts a bourbon and baseball episode. By all means, by all means, jump on that thing. You, I promise you, you will die of laughter. It's amazing. <laughs> they have such a good time. Well. I love their water cooler debates. They have great debates while they're they're doing their episodes. They also have fun Adam Dunn facts. So just please make sure that you're jumping on there. And when he launches his his uh his merch store, we'll let you know ahead of time. Make sure that we get Maybe we'll maybe top fan rivalry will become an affiliate where we can help Jason out and do something like that. So, anyways, check out his show. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to everybody soon. Thanks for having me. Good night, guys. Thanks for having us, Bill. Thanks.